Hey there, it's Brock, and you can hear construction noises in the background if you listen really closely past the fan noise. I am in my house. It is noisy. Hey, it's the Sprocket Podcast. A little bonus. This is a little segment that Eric Iverson sent to us, uh, boy, too long ago. I should have shared this sooner. But Eric Iverson, he is our uh, favorite correspondent. This time he fills the role of Bend, Oregon, Thursday Night Ride correspondent. And he talks to someone he met there about what they do with bikes on Thursday nights in Bend, Oregon. Bend really is quite the place. It sounds like a place I would like to go more often. I've been there. I should go back. So, anyways, thank you, Eric, for this report. And I would like to encourage you, if you would like to be one of our correspondents and send us some audio about what you've been up to, it may, in fact, appear on the podcast feed of the Sprocket Podcast. So thank you, Eric, for this special release, and we are sharing this with you now. B- Eric in Bend, Oregon. All right, Eric Iverson with a dispatch from Bend, Oregon. I'm in town for work. I was at this velocult of shops, but had to do with boards, so skateboards and snowboards and beer. What was it called? Oh, Aspect board, board board Shop. Aspect Board Shop. Aspect Board Shop. Also, Aspect sit in our front yard and get drunk shop. <laughs> nice. And so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I see a bunch of non-mountain bikes, which is rare for, rare for this area, and I knew something cool was going on, some sort of uh, social ride. Um, so I joined up, and now I'm at the top of some hill with a bunch of bullet cargo bikes with sound systems, a lot of costumes. Listening to shitty rave music from the 90s by request. Yeah, and I'm here with... Jessica Robin. Who was the self-proclaimed orator of the ride, who explained the rules. I love to hear the leave no trace. That's excellent. Stick to your lane. Don't be a dick. What else? Uh, well, the le- also, you kind of left a part out of the leave no trace. It's that if I find that you have left any cigarette butts anywhere, I will make you put a stick of butter up your butt and carry it for no less than two stops. And you will dance. You will dance with that butter up your butt. What's that temperature? Is it frozen? Like, lukewarm? Well, you know, it kind of has to make its way up there frozen unless you've got kind of one of those baggy units, which you don't really want to brag about, not on air anyways. There's a different podcast for those. Um, but once it's inside you, it kind of just depends on how hard you've been riding. I think, what is it, like 98.5 is sort of like normal body temperature, yeah. but after you get up to the top of the hill, I mean, you could... You won't even know it's there. You could butter butter some toast, buddy. Yeah. And then it also helps with saddle stores, so it's kind of a, a plus. Yeah, um, I don't have those because of all the butter I carry around. I, uh, I've left a lot of cigarettes uh, lying around uh, in the past, and so uh, it's my punishment. Uh, slash my pleasure. You're welcome. I see a lot of fur here. Is that for saddle stores as well? No, we're just a bunch of kinky assholes. There's really no reason for that, honestly. We've, um, there's no excuse. There's no excuse other than um, it's a bunch of furries on a first date. You know, we're, we're trying to separate the wheat from the shaft. Totally. It makes perfect sense. So, could you, give, <laughs> could you give us a little history on this ride or, you know, relevant info, interesting info? Yeah, okay, so our, our godfather, the person who started this ride isn't here tonight, but he's from Denver. Um, it was started, I, I believe it would be about six or seven years ago. He's got a kid now, which is great because cruiser babies are kind of a pandemic. Like, the first few years, people were just hooking up, and then after about three years, we realized that some of the couples that had kids, those kids are actually cruiser babies. Those people hooked up on the ride. Yeah. The cruiser, uh, it's a magical ride. 
not just because everyone looks great and flying high and riding really well, but also you might meet the uh, love of your life slash uh, baby mama on this ride. <laughs> That's excellent. So one thing I noticed uh, different from our TNR rides in Portland is that the city, while we were cruising through, everyone was like, um, it was like they were watching a parade. Everyone was happy and waving and stuff. We're in Portland. We'll get some honks and some some um, evil stares, that kind of thing. It seems like the city really embraces it. Embraces it. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. There's a huge sense of community here. Um, we get a lot of support. Or we get a lot of people that are just completely unimpressed and act like they don't realize that there's like 30 people on bikes swarming them, looking amazing. They're just like chewing their gum and staring off into the sunset and almost like just waiting for the cattle to get out of the way so they can just get on with their day. There's not a whole lot in between. There's like huge sparkling community support or totally like, all right, all right, get out of the way. I, I got to get to my ride. Yeah, you know, but yeah. nothing, uh, no animosity. An- animosity? I, no, I, I got the anim- animosity, animosity. <laughs> yeah. I've had that, a couple yeah. tricks. <laughs> good, good. Have another one. Let's invent some more words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice. So, all right. So we're at stop number one. Is this kind of the end, or is there more stops? Or oh God, no. Say? It all depends on that guy in the black seat right there. So usually there's there's like a couple of minor stops, a major stop, maybe one more stop after that, followed by the dive bar. Dive bar, nice. Yeah. It's, it's a Thursday night though, so I mean, speaking of separating the wheat from the shaft, that's like you'll find the hard, the most hardest chorused members at 11 o'clock on a Thursday sitting at the west side. Talking about how sweet the ride was. <laughs> Everyone else is brushing their teeth, get ready for work tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so it ends back at the West End. Um, no, not always. It kind of just oh. depends on what bar will have us. Ideally, okay, so the ride, we're a bunch of orphans right now. Previously, the Riverside Market was our spot. It's a, It was a super bike-friendly place. Um, the person, the couple that owned it, they separated... And then eventually it was sold to someone else that's turning it into like a fancy kind of a French bistro. So it's no longer our home port anymore. But it was the most bike-friendly spot. It was, I mean, it had a a great porch where you could basically park, you know, 30 to 50 bikes depending on how many people showed up. So right now we are at the Westside Tavern, meet at 7, right at 8 as always. But, I mean, it's not really like the best spot, but they're willing to tolerate us. Cool. Yeah, and, you know, cheap drinks. It's got to be some place where people can buy cheap booze and they don't mind people hanging out out front. Right. Sounds like, it sounds really simple, but really, though, it does take a facility uh, that that is really welcoming to people on bikes, to yeah. be honest with you. So it's a little bit harder than it sounds. We have some few sponsors, but we're almost kind of like trying to earn a reputation with some new places in town so that we feel welcomed and that they like to have us. Okay. We have to kind of encourage the people that show up to patron exactly. the places, even right. if it's just like a beer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go in there, get a drink, tip your bartender. Yep. And then they know if, it, if it's a weekly thing, they know, okay, we need to have staff on hand for 100 people if it's nice out. Yeah. And it's tough, though, because we want, we want a lot of people to show up on the ride. Sometimes, though, those riders are under 21, and so we don't necessarily... It's an organized ride, and so we do have to kind of, like... Parker just turned 21, and he was our Rookie of the Year last year, and he's actually on the committee now, because he's so awesome. You show up every time in, cost, in, in costume, so and you've got... the white hair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, he didn't know what to wear tonight. Don't awesome. judge him. 
But anyway, I love it. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, so we're, we gotta we gotta find a place where it's okay for the people that are under 21 to hang out like on the other side of the building, right? Just in case. Most of the people that show up are 21 though, but we try and like monitor that as much sure. as we can. Not as easy as it sounds, though. So there's some self policing. So that's why at the beginning of the ride, we're like, "Who's the who? Who hasn't been here before?" Yeah, Trying I raise people to raise their hands and just yeah. be like, "Okay, hey, yeah. who are you? Where'd you come from? How old are you?" Yeah. <laughs> so that way, if we walk into a bar, we're not like marching up because when you walk into a bar at the end of the ride, bars usually love it, but also it's like a bunch of people that want drinks all at the same time. Yeah. And so it can be kind of frustrating, but also for a bartender, we all work in the food industry, you know. You know that it's kind of tough for people to discern who's of age and who to car right. and stuff like that. So we try and make it easy on people and do a little self-policing as That's much great. as we can. Yeah. So what's is it year round? What are what are the ride sizes? Nope, it's not year round. It's just through the summer. We have some off-season rides. We do like a um, we do SantaCon, which is a national, right? Yeah. Okay, so we do SantaCon, Twisted Toy Factory, and then we do and a Halloween ride, of course. And those are our only off-season rides. Other than that, it's pretty much just from May to September. Okay. How do you organize? Is it Facebook, email list? Facebook. Facebook, it's a private group. So you uh, get somebody to basically invite you. There's around 700, 750 people that are on the Facebook group in Bend. Okay. And usually the ride itself can be anywhere from, like, four people to 50. Okay. So is this is this the main, like, kind of social bike ride in Bend? Or are there other repeating regular rides is there uh, there's other regular rides but they're more serious the only other ride that I can think of off the top of my head is organized by Ben Bellow on Wednesday nights and it's around 30 miles round trip but it's a no drop ride so they don't leave anyone behind okay. versus us where if you if your bike chain falls off or if the police yeah. stop you you're on your own we are probably not going to see tall bikes and cargo bikes and stuff on those rides, right? Oh, no, I don't think so. I, I, I haven't been on any of those rides. I actually yeah. just found out about it the other night. We went to Ben Bello, by the way, and asked if we could dance in their parking lot. And they said, fuck yeah, without even skipping a beat. And then they ended up telling us about their ride. Cool. They were like, okay, cool. you should come at least once this summer. So, personal goal. Nice. Yeah. Um, is there... If there's any listeners in Ben, how, how should they find you guys? Um... By being awesome and just putting the vibe out there as hard as you fucking can. And also, you could... Um, can they search for the group and find it? You can search for the group and find it, but also, Westside Tavern, meet at 7, right at 8. There you go. Every Thursday. You heard it here on the Sprocket. Straight, fresh, it's so pure. Yeah, so now we're going to dance to this uh, mobile sound system on the bullet. Now we dance. And now we dance on... And now we dance. On what channel? The Sprocket, yeah. The Sprocket, yeah. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Guten Nacht. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening to that special release from the Sprocket Podcast's Bend Thursday Night Ride correspondent, Eric Iverson. You can find much more at thesprocketpodcast.com, or you can also check in uh, on many other social media outlets. Or you can come to my house and listen to the construction noise. Goodness me. Okay, we'll talk to you soon, and thanks for paying attention.